testing one two and then randy yes <laughs> tell Throw me the, down, tell man. me the last dog that you saw oh the last dog that i saw you know i don't remember things like that but my mother has a uh, little i guess he's part chihuahua and part she says part weenie i don't really see it but there's something okay. else mixed in there but he is an active, active, active little dog. Uh, and my parents are, you know, not young, but yeah. they're actually in better shape than I am, so. <laughs> well, welcome to the Morning Appleton Podcast Co-op Meetup. We are in the lobby, the wait, the area of Copper Rock North, and I am with a fun bunch of people, so let's just... Go around and reintroduce ourselves for the podcast so people can match the voice to uh, what you're actually saying. Uh, I'm David. I am the co-founder of the Appleton Podcast Co-op. I don't have a, actually have a podcast of my own, but I'm working on it. There's <laughs> working on a murder mystery uh, little soundbite one that will release Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, but it's in the works. Ooh. So uh, I just started a new job, so trying to find time to... Mm get a schedule that works for me that works for my wife as well is <laughs> trying to it's, it's what I'm trying to figure out right now yeah so, we'll toss it to the left here Randy well congrats on the new job yes hey, thanks yeah yeah it's good I like the the leadership and the people I'm working with I'm in cubicle land but it's not a huge cubicle land it's all, all on the first floor sure you can walk outside in 10 steps still it's nice nice very nice well, I'm Randy. Um, I've hosted a couple different podcasts. Uh, currently not hosting anything at the moment, but I'm feeling my way around. Uh, may have a new podcast coming up where I am something of a host, but I'm going to take as much of a background role as I possibly can. Uh, working with a friend of mine who is homeless and living in Georgia. And we're going to be doing a podcast just about kind of his life and oh, how he's dealing with the streets. And yeah. Are you interviewing him more so? Or? It's going to be partial. It's going to start off with me interviewing him until he kind of finds his legs. Yeah. And then uh, as he's able to take more control... I'm going to take more of a background role and yeah. um, uh, let him sort of tell let, let him tell his himself. story and yeah. just produce the podcast. Um, the idea, you know, for my end is just to raise awareness and uh, that's cool. Hopefully, raise some money for him. Yeah, and um, but I only have so much time to volunteer to that sort of thing, and right. uh, so you would probably. Are you thinking of like doing a roundtable discussion, kind of, or just like a one-on-one -on -one discussion? It's going to be one-on-one -on -one with him. Yeah. Um, is it going to be much story edited, or is it just going to hope that he has a great? We you know, are the the way we're working around it right now. Yeah. Is that he is kind of giving me updates on his life, and I'm going to be using those updates to sort of craft questions and get him talking. Mm -hmm. Um, trying to tell his story in order, so I'm working on what what information to kind of hold back until later on. Um, for example, he just got a dog, 
and uh, it's very exciting for him. Mm-hmm. He's, he's he's he feels very blessed. He's got this little puppy, and but we're not going to share that he has a puppy yet. Yeah, we're going to kind of hold that back until we can kind of get where he's at out, yeah. and then. Yeah, I feel like there's definitely a good opportunity for storytelling within that. I think. Have you heard of the podcast Ear Hustle? I have not. There's a. It was award winning like two or three years ago, but there was a guy who basically started a podcast in prison and interviewed other prisoners out in California. And it was part of his redemption tracks or reformation and they the courts saw that as like for him at least it was what helped him got, get into parole faster was because he interviewed and there, I think that there was someone from a radio station that he got connected with and they like fully produced it and, and helped make it an award winning show actually sure. and then now he still does it I think interviewing other prisoners and talking about people's stories but I just think about that and it's like someone on the inside of the thing like there's been a bunch of people making documentaries about homeless people and things like that trying to get in there but like actually being in that position yeah talking about it yeah I don't know how we're gonna we're gonna see how well David carries the show telling his own story Mm. um he has done some public speaking, uh, even some public speaking on the subject of being homeless. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's not a... He's not somebody who can talk to other people and be the empathetic listening ear. Mm. Yep. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So kind of recognizing those weaknesses and trying to work around them and work with them is, is yeah. kind of the challenge of building the podcast. So. Yeah, that, I can see how that would be. <laughs> if he's not recognizing other people's pain. Well, he's... He, he's he's on the autism spectrum. Which Another part of the story. was sure. recognized before he became homeless. Yeah. Um, and I've actually known David since before he was homeless. Um... Again, not me. Different David. Different David. The Georgia David. But, okay, we spent a long time. Yeah. Let's get to the rest let's, of let's our people. Let's move on. Amy. Yeah, my name is Amy, and boy, I'm really looking forward to hearing about uh, David and how you craft that story. Um, I actually love telling people's stories, too. I came from a, a radio, TV background. Um, but now, in my old age, um, I'm the last of the boomers, and so um, I have a job at the Community Foundation for the Fox Valley region, and uh, it took me probably three years for me to convince them to do a podcast to tell people's stories, and so finally, last year, we did it, and uh, it's called Voices from the Valley, so I host that and produce it and put it together, and we talk about things like autism and homelessness and things in the in the Fox Valley region that are topical, like um, low, you know, rent, trying to find a place to live, 
Um, we just did one on mental health. Uh, actually, it's a two-part series. And so both for children and adults, and that's a whole, that, that is a lot of challenges for, for people in the Valley to try to navigate that, especially since COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I do that one. And I also uh, have a couple uh, faith-based ones that I do that uh, most people around here don't know about, but that's all right. And, uh, and I really enjoy it. And I, um, I was just at a, a digital marketing summit kind of thing in the Valley for, for people who do what I do. In uh, you know in the professional world and um, interestingly the podcast was uh, the number one thing they said you know that in vertical videos that you know that's kind of the future along with AI so um, I'm interested in all those things and I'm looking forward to even even an old dinosaur like me can jump in and uh, and do those things but I like pr- to produce more yeah. than I like to voice I like to uh, uh, just make sure that and, and like you said Randy to back into a story maybe not share the puppy right away but to save that as part of the next step in a story. So, you know, just kind of start out with a hook of, of some kind. The crafting. The crafting, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, hi. I'm Stacy. I'm uh, Stacy Parrish. I'm an early bird, <laughs> and I really appreciate this yes. perks and pods uh, gathering. Um, I feel like I'm a little bit like everybody here. Um, I have a job job. I'm also a podcaster. I'm an artist. Um, I'm a voiceover person. And um, I'm a podcaster. And um, the reason I got into podcasting is because I got out of broadcasting because it wasn't the friendliest place for women. Right. Um, It's not the friendliest place for anyone anymore. I do believe that. I I got out in 2009, so I don't know what it's like now. But um, I really wanted to get back into it because I felt like I was really good at it and I loved it. And the pandemic is when I felt like I still have something to say. So I learned the craft and now what I'm doing with my podcast, it's called Full Spirals. It's about hope and healing through the arts. And um, my first season was about my stories of hope and healing through the arts. My second season was amplifying the voices of women Hope and Healing Through the Arts. And it's funny that you're from the Community Foundation because I'm funding part of my third season through a grant from the Community Foundation, oh, which is, it's a series about the voices of elder women okay. called Sages. So I'm also, and speaking of stories, I'm also working with Story Catchers okay, yes. to do a series, well, we're going to do a live storytelling event, um, which will be amplifying the voices of senior women. Oh, so great. Wow. We yeah. need to talk later. So, yeah. Get your story out there. Sure, yeah. yeah. See so, a guest spot. I your know. Your podcast coming together. So, yeah. I'm, and I'm just really grateful to be here because I've wanted to connect with you guys for a really long time, but I'm not a night owl. Not me either. <laughs> like, <weird>. at all. <laughs> I can be both, and it's a terrible place to be because you just wind up tired. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy Same. never sleeps. <laughs> Same. Because I'll get working on a project, and I'll, well, thankfully I'm married, so my wife will tell me to come to bed. But in college and things, it was just like work until 2 a.m., wake up, work on the creative project some more until it's done and just keep working and working. And I'm learning in this stage of my life of how to do it in smaller segments of like 20 to 30 minutes. Yeah, that's really good. That is the that is the thing. I, I find it in my 40s. Like, uh, you know, like Jesus said, the, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Yeah. Right. Uh, 
you know, I find that uh, I still want to be this, this, the same kid that I was back in my 20s where yep. I'm burning the midnight oil and then dragging my ass out of bed at 5 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Uh, man, it gets harder every year. Yeah. You know, the, the podcast that I just did on mental health, the number one recommendation, they said if they could change anything... Uh, about you know, mental health in children and adults is sleep, that we need so much more sleep than we've been getting. And we're in this culture where it's like, do, do, do. We need to get it done. We need to achieve and show everybody yeah. how great we are by staying up late. And we brag about that. But um, we brag about the, the very little sleep that we have, but it's really taking its toll. So Yeah, the grind. Um, I, I'm yeah. dedicated to try to get some sleep, but I'm just like you guys. I stay up really late and work on stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, editing is like that, right? Yes. Like, it's like, just one more. Well, I'm almost, oh, wait. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. three quarters of the way through. And then you look just at the waveform and you're like, oh, I just, I, I, uh, just the ums. I'm just going to get rid of the ums. That's all I'm going to do. I love right. getting rid of the ums. You can see them. It's like, oh, there's another one. Oh, yeah. You learn to recognize. There's a... a well, editor. I think all three of us have a background in radio, so yeah. we're all used to saying, kind of looking at those waveforms. <laughs> exactly, uh, yes. There's... I... Have you... I mean, Randy and I edit, have edited for other people. Right? Yeah. And there's some that I'm just like, I want to train you how to not say um, because every <laughs> sentence starts with or it. Like, or like... Or so. Yes. Starting like, a sentence with there's so. There's this, like... I do that. Yeah, I if do I'm that. there, so, during, I, I stop them. But I say, can you start over and just not start your sentence with so? They're super <laughs> articulate. Every yeah. other sentence. Yeah. And it's just like, come on, <laughs> bring it. It's like, just cut can that I, out. Can, I, that can I just out. teach you how to not say yeah. um? Can we just... Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a way for people to think um, and make sure. Because you have to think on your feet. Usually right. when you're podcasting, you don't have a script. You're just talking. Right. Processing and, Yeah. So it's like if you say, um, you can think about, okay, what am I going to say next? You know, right. so. And it's so interesting how some people have a really circular way of thinking and they're easy. It's easy to figure out their way of their speech patterns mm-hmm. yeah. right. and they're easy to edit. And then some people, it's just like, oh, <laughs> my goodness i i feel yeah. like as a society we've become afraid of dead air mm, yeah i always have been and, <laughs> and you know especially in podcasting and this is where you know you're training your hosts that you know there, there really is no such thing as dead air in a podcast yeah. yeah you can pause and take all the time you need mm-hmm. and i'll just get rid of it yeah yeah or and people are leaving it in the app that i use called pocket casts can do has a special feature called trim silence, so it'll look for silent moments and oh. try and speed them up. Or people can just put it on double speed. Thirteen percent of the population in the United States listens at double speed. That's true. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I just find that so crazy. I, I edit at double it, speed. It, it, it yes, speaks to that. It speaks to that. Like we can't slow down long enough to just listen to things in real time. Like we have to speed up the. Yeah. I got things to do. And <laughs> right. And I'll be honest. And, and, and this probably as as a fellow voice actor. Uh, has to drive you a little nuts because um, I do audiobooks uh-huh. and it's like you know I put a lot of effort <laughs> into 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 my reads for audiobooks into yes. the nuances into the pacing mm-hmm. you know for you to just read that a double time is frankly insulting. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. See me, please, just see me. But at least they're tuning in, and it pitches your voice True. slightly. Um, yeah, it does. So then your deep voice is now slightly faster. Yeah. yeah, I think for me, what I do listen at double speed, but it tends to be on podcasts that I want the information, but the personality of the hosts 
I'm just not connecting with. Oh, wow. Sure. Interesting. When, it, it's a, when it's a news news one that I'm just like, okay, I just want to get the news. But okay. they made it into 20 minutes, but it really should be 10 minutes because they've bantered for 25 minutes. Oh, got 20 it. Minutes. <laughs> I don't think I could even listen to something that had that much banter. But you want the news. I yeah, get it. Right. I, think, I think people think they have to get into it by, you know, relating. And it's like, no, we, we're consumers. We want to get there right away. Yeah. So don't banter. Don't laugh. Don't get you know. it. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny, though. Like, my favorite news podcast is only five to seven minutes long. Because it's a single Boom. host. He gets into it. Yeah. And gets out of it. Yeah. And I, I do enjoy that. But then... Uh, I get a newsletter from a group called Morning Brew, and it's a financial newsletter. Mm-hmm. And they put together a podcast. And there's a lot of banter, but their personalities actually work. Yeah. Uh-huh. And even though they're cracking the occasional joke here and there, they're still getting the information out there. Mm-hmm. And they're doing it in a fairly timely manner. And the podcast is still only between 25 and 35 minutes long. Yeah. So it's not like they're just filling the space with nonsense. With the Joe Rogan level of... Space Phil. Yeah. Although Joe Rogan is a great interviewer, regardless of what you think about him. And there's people that listen to the three hours of the content that he puts out every week. And I'm just like, how does he uh, do it? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'm so I'm, I'm so old school. I, I prefer Terry Gross as an interviewer. Fresh. I miss Terry Gross. <laughs> yeah, she. I, I don't. I don't mind the other guy, but I miss Terry Gross. Mm-hmm. Have you? Um, you ever listen to the turnaround? I talk about it all the time with everyone that I meet. It's a podcast where a guy interviews interviewers about interviewing, and Terry Gross is on that, and then just getting her insight of that's like, cool. The questions, why she asked the questions to oh, people in specific ways, the and like the research. Nice. Yeah, um, that's very cool. They all. He also interviewed like Ira Glass. Oh yeah. A couple other podcasters. One guy that love him. Like. Uh, big in the hip hop community, but he just started interviewing people. And I think it was in Atlanta, okay. and he his process was like he writes a hundred questions for each person, and then doesn't ask all of them, but just like writes wow. every possible question that he could down. And I know your method is like five questions, that's it, nothing Me too, else. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's so cool to see and hear. Yeah, and, different and, and everybody is different. Yeah. But I know that when I'm training or consulting with with podcasters. I give them the five question approach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't prepare. You too start many with more. five, and then you just let the conversation go. Mm-hmm. The people I interview uh, more on the corporate side or the nonprofit side want the questions. Please send me questions. I've never done this before, and then you become a coach too. You know, it's yeah. like, well, these are the suggest. I, I don't call them interview questions. I, I would rather have it be more of a conversation. Absolutely. But um, I'll ask these questions, but I, I don't want you to feel like you're being hammered. I, I want other people around the table to chime in too. And uh, sometimes they do it, and sometimes it's very hard for them to do because it's it's nerve wracking. And they always want to know, is it live? It's like, no, 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 no. We had yeah. coughs, and you could start over. And, yeah. One one way I do it is I tell them these are the topics we're going to get into. Yeah. As opposed to just That's calling them questions. Yeah. You know, these are the topics we're going to get into. Yeah. Um, and one thing I always tell my 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 clients is, you know, open your mic and just banter for fifteen minutes. Yeah. I always pad the time when I'm when I'm asking for an interview. I always pad the time because okay. the first thing I want to do is just get that uh, get that rapport. Yeah. Yep. And once they feel comfortable and you're just having a conversation, I'll just slip in and okay, now we're starting, and then we just go and it's yep. fun. Yes, that's a great idea. That's what I do too. It makes for a really organic, interesting intro too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 
uh, I need to take more time to do that. Usually people are on a tight schedule and I, I say, okay, we've got, you know, we've got this much time and they want to get into it right away and go. Mm-hmm. I think they're scared. <laughs> scared of me. Yeah. I, I actually <laughs> send a, nothing else. Thank you. I send a pre-interview form and ask them what they want to talk about. Oh, oh nice. That's great. So that if they look skittish or, you yeah. know, whatever, I can pivot to what they want to talk about. So that that helps too for yeah. the comfort level. Because if if your guest is uncomfortable, it's like awkward. Mm-hmm. You know, an hour yeah. of awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Well, interviewing as a podcaster is so much different from interviewing on the radio, because you know when you're doing when you're doing radio, you know these guys have press agents. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and an agenda. And an agenda, and they kind of come in knowing what they're talking about. Yeah. And very rarely, and I have had them, but very rarely do you have the interview with like pulling teeth. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. They've got their bullets. Right. Because they can. You can just ask them one question and they'll they'll, and they'll just go. Yeah. <laughs> it was wonderful. Yeah. Right. It's like, but then with podcasters, more and more, it's like um, the scene in Monty Python on the Holy Grail where they where they meet Tim the Enchanter. <laughs> and he says, uh, "So we're searching. We're, we're searching for the Grail. <laughs> so we're looking for it. <laughs> and anything you could do to help would be, you know, helpful. Yeah. <laughs> exactly." Yep. Uh, filling the space with as much language as you possibly can. So it turns out to be like an essay when you're trying to fill space of like, you keep going around and around and saying the same thing. Yeah. Um, there's my processing word for the day. Well, that's the, trap for, and that's the trap for the interviewer, too. Yeah. Is if you feel like you're not getting it, you start explaining your question 16 different ways. Oh, yeah. And it's like, <laughs> as the interviewer, it's like, okay, state your case. And then shut up and just let the guy process. Yeah. Yes. Let your right. guest process. And then, you know, like you said, it's not live. Right. We'll deal with the space. Yeah. Do you guys edit in your head as yeah. you're oh, yes. as you're listening? Yeah. Yeah. When I was in radio, nodding. yeah. We're sitting here in front of microphones nodding. <laughs> no, it's, well, so I said, oh, every, yeah. Everybody edits in their head. Okay, Let's, good. I think that's... Because it's there's always so much going on as you're talking. I just yeah. always... I'm just so happy to be with my people. <laughs> right? Cause, yeah. Because I, you know, we, we write, we produce, we interview, oh, yeah. we voice. Yeah. There, there was Hi. this uh, equipment that I had in radio <laughs> up in Green Bay, and I, I was uh, with a co-host who would often say things that were just... I knew I needed to edit out. So mm. so I would uh, very casually take my pinky finger and do the little marker thing. Yes. It's like right there. And I wonder if she ever knew. It's like every time she said something goofy, it's like, that's where I'm going to edit you out. <laughs> so your yes. show wasn't live when you were on? It was, but then we turned it into a podcast. So I don't oh, know if anybody actually listened okay. to it. it was, Time yeah. shifted. Yeah, yeah. So That's what radio stations <laughs> should do. Yeah. See, but like all the local ones are putting their news on like megaphone and making it an RSS yeah. feed but they're keeping it on their website right, and not share. putting it anywhere else yeah which is we were early adapters mm. we, we put yeah. it out there on iTunes and yeah they just want the the AdSense clicks from Google mm. on their website and I know they do get a lot of traffic but yeah. it's like <laughs> that's the point of podcasting is to they just want to hold on to what they right. have right now and don't want to Adapt because I mean we talked about it last time the potential of a maybe it was the evening one but we talked about the potential of a a good news podcast that was specifically made for podcast consumers because everything else that's put out there right now is just for radio and Mm. it still feels like radio it does yeah Yeah. no the news podcasts that are out there are doing well 
Yes. Um, it's one of the fastest growing in, in the area. And even on, in other social no. medias, uh, Fox Valley News TikTok is actually doing right. fairly well. Mm. Okay. Right. It'll get the views because people still need to know the news. Well, and you know, the thing of it is, too, is that new media, whether it's podcasting, whether it's on social media, mm-hmm. we all kind of get have this understanding that we're sick of corporate news. Exactly. <laughs> we're yeah. sick of the fear-mongering. Oh, my God. We're sick of the... So sick of that. 90 minutes of bullshit. Agreed. You know? Can yeah. I get an Amen. Yes. Right. So people who are doing the new media, especially the the younger generation who's, who who are getting into the news, mm-hmm. are getting rid of all of that nonsense, yeah. all the fluff, and they're getting rid of the fear mongering. And I was listening to an interview with uh, with with a TikTok uh, a TikTok news news newsy, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who said you know she she does a th- uh, a thing called under the desk news. She's she, actually under. She's desk actually under her that. desk. Uh, they're actually under their desk doing the news. Seriously. That's badass. And <laughs> they said, you know, the, the whole idea is, look, I'm just your friend. Uh, if I had a water cooler, I'd be standing at the water cooler. Uh, and I'm just telling you about the day's events. And I don't uh-huh. have an agenda. And I don't want to scare you. Yeah. We're just going to talk about it as friends. And yeah. Wow. That's what people are wanting right now. As an old news producer back in the day, that's I, I longed for that kind of thing, but you were stuck in that format. You know, you got 22 right. little stories that were, you know, 20 seconds at the most, and you wrapped them around the bigger stories that the reporters would do, and that was your format, and you had to go to break, and then you, the weather guy got squeezed in there, and the sports guy right. always got the short shrift because, you know, he's <laughs> the sports guy, and it's like, oh, can you shave two minutes off your four-minute thing? And, yeah, they, always, they got mad at me, but... <laughs> Yeah, the uh, we have so much more freedom now with uh, the medium being yeah. open. You can listen to what you want when you want it, and so yeah, it's just so much more accessible and listenable. And I don't when even, people do it right, I don't even consume corporate news anymore. I don't either. <laughs> I get everything off newsletters, newsletters, podcasts, and new media. That's everything. Yeah, uh, I shouldn't say that. I do listen to NPR. Okay. Yeah. Technically, that's not corporate news, though. True. (laughs) True. I always regret it when I do listen to the evening news. It's like, oh, why did I do that? My nerves are jangled, and I don't believe half the things. Yeah, I don't consume it. I think. I think a lot of it too is. I I think, and maybe I'm just. Maybe I should just speak for myself. But I think a lot of us are sick of being angry. Yeah. Absolutely. Find the joy. Oh my god. And. That's I have two modes when I'm watching the news, <laughs> <laughs> and and neither of them are good for me. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's true. And you find that place where you get the information, but you're not getting put into that spot. I've got a morning podcast that I listen to that's five to seven minutes long. It's called Pour Over. Yeah, I listen to that one too. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's five to seven minutes, but it's with a faith perspective on the end. So yeah. it's like, hey, there's a lot of people dying, but you know, keep this in mind. Yes, and love it. Thing, like, yeah. refocus you every yeah. time you mm-hmm. hear a s- tragic story or weird like whoa that's yeah. just gonna bring you down kind of a thing mm. yeah the only bad thing about the pour over is that I wish I could get it daily instead of three days a week yeah oh, I'm gonna have to tune that one in I like yeah. the name yeah yeah that's very it's coffee themed so it's like sure. when they get to the shorter stories when they just summarize things we call the espresso shots next <laughs> kind of a thing it's like uh, that's great uh, I like that sneaky. So yeah. I think I do. That's what I. That was actually what inspired when I was doing, what the fox says, which was my weekly one because it's just like, 
but gathering all those stories and then producing it mm-hmm. still takes time. And then yeah. I stopped because it was consuming my Sunday evenings, and I was like, that was the time I wanted to get ready for the week and yeah. hang out with my wife. And then I was that's, like, oh. that's when you remember that the pour over had a crew. Yeah, <laughs> they have like they, they have producers and researchers. And yeah, two oh, or three people. Man, at least. Right? I know it's a small it's a small crew, but it's yeah. more than one person doing yeah. it. And that's what I, you know, I had asked totally. people in the co-op. No one else was really interested in it, but I, I think it would be cool to do a community-driven, researched news. I'm down. Group. I would love that. I'm, I'm down. Doing it anyway. This could be it right here, right? Yeah. True. We could. <laughs> we'll do it once a month. No, we'd something. probably have to pivot to a Zoom recording or something like that to make mm-hmm. it efficient because that's that would be one that you could burn out really quick mm-hmm. and. <laughs> <laughs> doing, but yeah, because I mean, especially having multiple voices and just be like, hey, what are you excited about? Because I'm obviously not going to be excited about everything that you're excited about, or right, you're excited right. about, or you're excited about in in the community. And so, offering the multitude of different options, and, yeah, and news things that people actually care about and people may want to know about yeah. or need to know about. A lot yeah, of stuff I like the I name just, too. You like the name too? I do. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I didn't choose it. I put a poll out in the group. See, we we workshopped that one for a while as, yeah. a, as a group, didn't we? Yeah, because I my original name for it was like um, the fox's mouth or something. Would be <laughs> like the fox river's mouth. Oh, got the river. it. Oh, okay. But then someone I posted it in the group, and then someone put put it in the poll what the fox says, and I was like, hmm. It's play off yeah. the song, and that works well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I still have that feed active. I should revitalize it. Yeah, I to get the band back together. As yes. it were. <laughs> yeah, with, not by myself. I would, I'd like the band to expand. The band to expand. <laughs> yeah. I know that Gary aren't you guys, I don't believe you've met him. He's not a morning person because he stays up until 4 a.m. recording his podcast. Okay. And so he's a night guy. Um, he's... He firmly believes that that could be a successful podcast in the area. And we've talked about it in the evening meetings before. So mm-hmm. something that I want to do, but again, multitude of things trying to yeah, exactly. do it all at once. And what do, you, what do you care about? You know, one of the things that I was writing in my newsletter recently was like, how do you establish your goals as a podcaster? Is it just downloads or no, I, th- I don't think it should just be downloads, but no. there's a ton of other things that go into what could make your podcast successful to you, whether you're building an individual skill or have made a conversation with someone that was impactful and meaningful to you, or mm-hmm. the, the list goes on of other ways to measure the success of your Absolutely. Well, you know, more and more what I hear from podcasters, and, and I knew, and I think we've all kind of intrinsically recognized this, Yeah. but podcasting is a format doesn't really lend itself to engagement. Mm-hmm. And yes. more and more, I hear podcasters leaning into finding means of engagement, mm-hmm. either through social media or email even or however else. They're really pushing that, you know, hey, I, I want you to engage with me. Yes. Um, you know, Aaron Mankey, who's got some of the most... Uh, popular mm-hmm. and successful podcasts on the planet uh even you know he's he tags his lore podcast with or just say hi i like it when you say hi <laughs> yeah that's great yeah i think 
from the radio perspective, I know that a lot of people from radio, when they did have like that text and call in line, it was like instantaneous and live, and you got to have conversations yeah. Yeah. with the community. And I was listening to a local radio station this morning, and they were tech people were like, well, we're getting a slew of texts in today, and here's one that really stuck out mm-hmm. to us. And it's like, here's one from yeah. Facebook, here's yeah. one from Instagram, right. and people, no private messaging. They do that in uh, radio, and I think they missed it in podcasting, and some people, but you can still be successful in a podcast yeah. without any engagement, but I think there's still that human connection that Yeah, yeah I want it. I'm not sure how to get it. I've tried it. Yeah. We ask I've tried a number media. of... Yeah, ask on social media. Just say, you know, hey, we're doing this podcast, we're recording it next week, we want to know what you think about this. And then if you can get some of those answers, that would be great. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, so you say that subject matter, what questions do you have? Yeah, yeah, that I do that for our uh, faith-based podcast that I do. Yeah. We, we say, you know, and the gal I do it with is from Louisiana, so kind of, we we have a no banter, no silly, inane laughter rule, but but every once in a while the accents, you know, it's kind of fun. <laughs> but anyway, I, I always say Wisconsinites don't have an accent. Oh, no, what are you talking about? We you know, don't have an no. accent at all. Yeah, then there's that one thing. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a couple, through. anyway. Oh, yeah. What were we talking about again? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're talking about questions. Yeah, so we just yeah. asked the people, you know, we're going to do an upcoming podcast called Glad You Asked, and we will answer questions. Just throw them in there sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's any topic. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's yeah. a great way to get engagement, for, too, from people who are going to be listening for their questions, and then they'll share it. And, mm-hmm. not that, and I, I don't like doing podcasts for numbers or, or downloads or web hits mm-hmm. or anything like that. I just ignore all that I don't want to know rankings or anything it's like that's not why I'm here we did that yeah. in TV and radio and yeah yuck no yeah. thanks <laughs> so yeah. it's too much I don't know I, it, it kind of yeah. takes away from the purpose of actually having a podcast I think is yeah. it's like okay today we ranked you know up here in this podcast category it's like oh nobody cares let's just you know get yeah. the content out there you know the heart I think of how podcasts started was people that are passionate about certain subjects that just yeah. wanted to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Giving it, voices to people who don't have, you know, yeah. access. So, well, and, uh, and then, you know, it's, yeah, because it's funny because, you know, I think podcasting like came into its own before the influencer model showed up. Mm-hmm. And so the influencer model has kind of permeated everything now. Right. right. So, where like the earliest podcasts, they weren't necessarily thinking about, how can I make money doing this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, how can I get my voice out there? How can I talk about what I want to talk about? Well, how can I say what I want to say? And then the influencer model showed up. Mm-hmm. And we've monetized YouTube. Yes. And now it's like, okay, how can this be my job? Yes. How can I make money off of this for full time? Not I would a problem. Love to. You know, for yeah. better or for worse. You know, I mean, yeah. uh, our, our friend Gary, yeah. for example, makes, does well. Does a living off of it, but he does a daily show. So, and but he approached it with that business mindset of he knows a lot about history. So he does a daily show with historical topics where he just basically writes an essay every single day, wow. and then voices that essay. But he's very well traveled and very knowledgeable to mm. be able to back all that up. Um, but when you do a show every single day, you can put ads on a show every single day when everyone else is doing a weekly show he's got seven times more revenue than someone who would just put it right on that so he's very intentional about his business approach to it though and and that shows kind of the different approaches like we're talking about engagement yeah gary doesn't care about engagement not at all he doesn't even see his listeners as listeners <laughs> they're numbers for him. <laughs> they, they literally are which again okay. is not a terrible approach no depending on what you're doing but he's made 
But he's not about, he's not interested in having a conversation. No, that's all right. He's just getting no. the information out there. Well, yes. With that one, I think he's still there's still intentional places for his engagement where he has his Facebook group where people are commenting in there, asking him questions about the specific topic. Like some have tried to correct him too on things, and there's been some <laughs> some debate within there because it's fun to watch. Um, <laughs> but he. Uh, I think he does want that engagement because it definitely strives that community. He doesn't do much to moderate it, though. It's just like he makes that place for it and then lets the people that want to have the conversation start the discussion with other nerds that are learning about history every single day from him. So, yeah. Who are we talking about? Gary Arndt. He has Hmm. a podcast called Everything Everywhere Daily. Got it. We've probably talked about him too much because he's very knowledgeable in his craft and... Okay. He, local guy? Yes. Okay. He uh, used to be a travel photographer, and then COVID hit. And oh. his house burned down in the Twin Cities, so oh he came here. Oh, my God. He, came, he grew up here. Okay. So okay. The, um, the plaques around downtown Appleton by Harry Houdini and everything, yeah. back when he was in high school, he wrote those and for the Historical Society, I believe. Oh, um, so he is. He, yeah. So, he's a writer. Yeah. He was in debate and everything and throughout high school and college and very smart man. So, got it. If you can, if I can get him to a morning crew, I maybe I'll try. So, <laughs> but he he's up on, writing till four a.m. so he can do a daily podcast. Yeah. He could just stay up. Got it, <laughs> Gary. Just stay up. <laughs> just, yeah, hair of the dog. No, that's not the same thing. <laughs> the. Um, I'm not sure you want to see the news that came up that came out of that. The news writing that came out of that. Oh, way. gotcha. Yeah, yeah. The. Um, he was just on uh, another fellow podcaster's uh, That's Deep with Jess Paisley. I believe that's, I don't remember. Jess and Eden. That's, I know their first names. Can't okay. tell you their last names. Uh, but they have a, another local podcast uh, interviewing sort of everyone. But they want to expand beyond the local. But Gary was on theirs recently. So if you want to hear his story, that would be one to check out. Okay. I think they posted it in the Discord. And I hope the Facebook group too. But I'll double check and make okay. sure that they post that there. Cool. Um, we have a Discord. Yeah, we have a Discord. Huh. Randy, do you even check the emails? <laughs> you may have signed up before I made the automated email I mean, I sequence. At them. I don't get you. I don't emails? get the emails. I don't get emails. Yeah, they don't come through that often. It's oh. like a week. Okay. I so when someone signs up on our website our, about these, oh, yes. you got to sign up. Okay. Yeah, we'll sign up. I think you are signed up. I think I am. I you, think you I are because you've texted, you've emailed me back, and you're like, "Oh, I can't come to the evening ones." Oh, maybe. I'm okay. Pretty much every time I notice. So it, the emails like, aren't okay. like a regular thing. No. Okay. They're, not. they're I, I basically the just to put on the event. <laughs> Got it. Event notification because not yeah. everyone is on Facebook consistently. Yeah. Uh, but I have an automation sequence when someone signs up on okay. the website. It'll send like, "Here are those five things that are benefits of the podcast co-op. Things you can sign up for. One of them is the Discord and Facebook group." And, Meet wherever, talk wherever you want. The Discord's not very lively, aka no one talks in it. Facebook is more active because people, more people are on Facebook. You have to, you have to look at the demographic. That's uh. true. I'm, I'm yeah. on Discord by necessity, but I'm not the, I'm not the. It's built for gamers. Discord demographic. I, I no, heard, I've yeah. heard things. I'm not getting on there, so. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Sorry. There's a lot of small communities that I think have pivoted away from. Facebook groups interned into Discord communities because that's more conversation focused and it's formatted a little bit better. You can yeah. Facebook has pivoted its way to try and be more like that in okay. different ways. But I actually like I actually like the Discord model quite a bit. 
I do too. The, the problem is that I, I am in like a lot of Discord groups, and yeah. I don't care about half of them. That's true. <laughs> but I'm present. I know what's happening. I'm a yeah. lurker. Yeah. Have you ever used Slack before? Mm-mm. Yeah. Okay. It's very. It's okay. similar to that, but it was built for people that want to play video games together, oh, okay. so you can talk to each other for games that don't have the chat built into it, kind of. A oh, thing. gotcha. So, okay. Yeah. Back in the day. Well, I have got. You to, have to get to work. To bounce to work yes. soon. So wow, look I at pack that. Up. I know. Look at that. Time flies. Good, good first meeting. We'll yeah. I agree. Toss this into the. I like the. No agenda. Round table. I just I only have four microphones, so if anyone else shows up, we're gonna have to. <laughs> Sorry about it. Trade. Send them back. <laughs> no, I think one, to wrap up, we'll do a little round table. What it's uh, something in the community that you're excited about, or something with your podcast that you're looking forward to in the next couple of weeks or the summer. I have something that happened yesterday. Okay. That was very exciting. Um, my podcast is a finalist for a national award. Um, It's called the Sonic Bloom Award for um, being a social change maker. And the ceremony is in D.C. on June 21st. And I'm still trying to decide whether or not I'm going to the ceremony (laughs) because money. And also, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to win. But... (laughs) The fact that I made it to the 10 finalists yeah. is very Don't exciting. How many podcasters are out there? Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That's actually huge. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Very exciting. Four million, by the way. Four million? Yeah. Okay. Only Sweet. 10% are active, though, roughly right mm. now. So, so just being 000. active is a, is a victory. Yeah. 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 No, so. I think it's around a million. So, sorry, 25% roughly are active. I was going to say that's not sorry. 10%. But that means posted within. David. I know. I'm sorry. Math. Our math was off. <laughs> posted within the. That means they posted within the last. I think four weeks. Posted something. Sure. So, mm-hmm. congratulations, Stacey. Yes. Thank you. That's awesome. Thank you. Very excited. I think I'm just looking forward to slowing down. Okay. Uh, the mm. one podcast that I do is taking a summer break. We're yeah. not going to do it uh, just because everybody's so stressed out. It's like, oh, one more thing. Mm-hmm. And I think it'll be really good for us. And then the uh, Community Foundation one, uh, the, we're floating the idea of maybe doing an encore presentation or two during the summer. It's only cool. you know, every other week anyway. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I just need to get outside and not stay up and burn the midnight oil and actually yeah. enjoy gardening. Maybe I'll do a garden podcast, but then that's piling on more work. So anyway. Ooh, no, we just get a <laughs> wireless. Yummy, we just get a wireless recorder and yeah. then clip it to you, a little lav mic and clip it to you and you can just talk while you oh, garden. Oh, I will talk about go. weeds like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I think there are podcasts to talk about weed. Yeah. Uh, not that kind. <laughs> With an S, weeds. Oh, weeds. Oh, oh. Yeah. Sticker bushes, there was, uh, those things. Uh, one that I, I think it's called Down to Earth. It's oh. about uh, a woman during COVID, she her husband's an audio producer, so that's how I found it for one of my favorite podcasts. But she went back to her family farm yeah. during COVID because she had nowhere else to go, and just she didn't know farming at all, and basically yeah. was learning farming from her parents and how to, cool. how to do that, and just taking everyone through like, oh, today we're that's amazing baby uh, sheep. And about this that is and, so cool. I, yeah. I listened to one up in northern Minnesota. I think it's called a farmish kind of life where the woman. Uh, and, and she lives, yeah, she lives, yeah. Uh, but she talks about homesteading. Yeah. And the trend now is, you know, during COVID, everybody wanted to be a homesteader and have the mm-hmm. land and, you know, right. and everything. <laughs> well, now it, people are starting to lose their um, gumption a little bit. Yeah. And she did a great podcast on how not to feel guilty about 
about that. <laughs> so, yeah. Because it's, it's okay. It's true. Yeah, because it's like, oh, okay, I can do this. I just don't know if that's where my focus should be. And yeah. Yeah. do I feel guilty that I haven't, you know, put up ten jars of pickles this week or something? Right. You know, well, so. We all kind of lost our minds during COVID, right? Well, you couldn't really find yeast in the grocery stores. Can, Everybody was making bread. I don't feel like I need the baked bread. <laughs> <laughs> I'll still eat it. But. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's true. We'll let Voyager downtown make the bread, right. the sourdough. From yeah, right. so we don't have to keep no, the. I still have four jars of sourdough in, in my refrigerator. My husband's like, "Can we get rid of the science experiments now?" But it's like, "No, nope, if I'm into fermenting now, honey." So. Yes. <laughs> hey, I. It's great. I yeah. love it too. So yes. I'm a foodie, so that's that's what I do. But Randy, are you excited about anything? Um, I'll tell you what. I've uh, I got to get my kid to the dentist in about an hour, so. Um, that I'm, can be exciting. I'm looking forward to the nap I'm going to take in the in the uh, waiting room uh, <laughs> while they get while, while they get their uh, teeth filled. Yeah. Oh, fun. Wear some headphones for the screaming noise canceling. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to name names because we're not getting paid for uh, advertisement, but uh, we're actually very happy with our dentist. Huh? They, they do good. a very nice job, and my kids who all have anxiety yeah. issues mm. actually That's love true. their dentist. Yeah, so, that says a lot. Yeah. My grandpa was my dentist, and he traumatized me growing up. So it, it speaks. To <laughs> Holy him, moly! Yeah, he was the kind of person that just like, oh, you're tough enough. Just I'll pull your tooth out. I feel, <gasps> like, oh, I feel like somebody you're in a yeah. family relationship with should never be your dentist. No, I think you need to do a podcast on dentistry. The two of you together. Well, need to my mom this. is my dentist now. So <gasps> what? Yeah. My mom went She's back better to, than grandpa. She is. Yeah. She has a much better bedside manner than my grandpa. I don't but know. the mom I, guilt, though. Did you floss today, honey? Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I get I, that I all love, the time. I love my mom, but I don't want her in my mouth. Yeah, no. That's. <laughs> I'd be all right if she was a dentist. Hey, it's free. So. <laughs> all right, fair. Oh, I can't. You just won that complain. conversation. Yeah. That's. That's what I'll say. Free's a big word. Free, free is huge. <laughs> oh. yeah, well, I'm great. excited for summer as well. I've got my new new job that I'm working at. And yeah. so it's really regular nine to five. So it's really just a matter of figuring out what my schedule will be every single day and especially during the summer. So I can pull off these podcasts and wake up early in the morning yeah. for these things. Yay. Everything. So. Thank you all for coming this morning and uh, in podcast feed. Make sure you can uh, check out the Appleton Podcast Co-op on Facebook. You can also find us on the website, appletonpodcast.com. You can look at all of the local podcasters here in the Fox Valley area. Uh, And you can join yourself. It's totally free. We've got tons of awesome perks. You can come record with us in the Copper Rock uh, Coffee on the north. Ballard. Ballard and JJ in the corner there, tucked away. You can come just beat someone else to the mic. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise we pass. Good luck with that. Have a great day, everyone.